This episode is brought to you by 9AM Health. 9AM Health, diabetes care that fits your life. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Healing in Hindsight, your Novia source for thriving with diabetes. And today's episode, I'm really excited to be talking with a representative from Myabetic. If you don't know what Myabetic is, Myabetic is a company that provides bags, accessories, and so many other things for diabetics. More specifically, ladies, how often have you found strips, your glucometer, your Lancet, your CGM, your, your insulin vials, all just buried in different places and spaces in your bags? Well, Myabetic has solved that problem by creating bags, purses, and even fellas, they've got some bags for you too, to hold all of your diabetes supplies and it still look really nice and fashionable. I'm talking like designer level fashionable. So I'm really excited to get to talk with Maggie, who is their marketing manager, about all the things that is Myabetic, including their Myabetic Diabetes TV app. They have a streaming service, y'all. So I was super stoked that they agreed to come on and chat and learn more about all the things that they're offering and how they come up with the ideas for their products to why they expanded into, you know, having a streaming service and even their awards show, all these type of events. It's really exciting, really cool. And I'm excited. I think how many times can I say excited? I should get a counter going. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. Anyways. It's a cool damn episode, okay? I hope you enjoy it. Here's my conversation with Maggie from Myabetic. Let's do it. You're listening to Healing in Hindsight, your no BS source for thriving with diabetes. What's up, guys? I'm Taylor Danielle, and it's my goal to help millennial diabetics like myself live an amazing life without your diagnosis getting in the way. I get it. I was diagnosed back in 2015 with type 2 diabetes, and it was really hard to find people around my age to understand how to travel, socialize, or even have meaningful relationships. But I feel like with a focus on mindset, perspective, and nutrition, together we can take back our health and our lives. Consider this the red table talk, but for diabetics. Minus the entanglements, though. So let's do it. So excited to have you on today. I've been a huge fan of Myabetic from so many angles, which I know we'll get into, but thank you so much for your time and the energy that you're bringing to the show to talk about Myabetic and all the cool things that you guys do. So welcome. Thank you so much. I am so excited to be here. We are also huge fans of yours and truly have spent a lot of time in the office talking about your podcast and the people that you interview and the the realness that you bring to the conversation about type 1 diabetes, type 2 diabetes. And I specifically really love that you even mention Modi diabetes and other types of diabetes in all your conversations because we are all a big family who are all, you know, dealing with differences, but also really similar things. And we're just huge fans of yours as well. Well, thank you. That that means a lot. And I'm, I'm glad I decided to incorporate it because um, – I know midway through my second season, I was like, okay, I gotta, I gotta pivot and I gotta include everybody because this, this doesn't feel right. Just talking about me and my type two journey. And and I wanted to include that, but it was just like, I'm meeting too many great people, you know, um, non and diabetic alike that have so many great perspectives. And I think everybody needs to hear them. And I've been learning 
because um, I had no clue about Modi. I had no clue there was a type 3, type 3C. I had no clue about any of that. Um, so it's been really eye-opening to just, you know, um, dissolve those those barriers of types and just, like, interact and see um, how things are unique for each person. So uh, I'm glad that it speaks to you guys and, and everybody in the office, and, and you'll have to give them a huge wave for me uh, for that. So although I know who you are a little bit, I would love if you could – you know, pump yourself up a little bit and share with everyone who you are, where you're from. And I know you're a diabetic too, so I'd love to know your diagnosis story as well. Sure. So I'm Maggie. I am going to have a new last name soon, I guess. I am engaged to my partner, Frank. So my last name is really long right now, but it's going to be short soon, which I'm so excited about. <laughs> I've spent my whole life trying to spell my name to everyone. So um, I love him, but that's also a big perk of marrying him. Um, I am originally from Arkansas. I grew up in a small town in there. And when I turned 20, four years ago, aging myself now, um, I moved to Los Angeles. And I didn't really know anyone. Just kind of drove my little two-seater car across the country and uh, to see what it could be like out here in L.A., I am still here, and I love it here. Um, I love what I do for work. I love my soon-to-be husband. We have two dogs and a cat, uh, a.k.a. a zoo, um, in a very small apartment. But, uh, yeah, that's that's me. I also am a huge Lord of the Rings fan. Uh, I also love Darth Vader. Um, there's something to say for the bad guy. I, you know, I'm with you. I'm with you, friend. <laughs> um, but pink is also my favorite color, so I'm kind of all over the, the spectrum. Uh, I was diagnosed with diabetes in 2002 when I was five years old, actually at Disney World when I was diagnosed. So what? that is sad. Oh, not the um, not the land of smiles. What? Oh wow. Yeah. So I was in this happy place where everyone is supposed to be smiling and having a great time, but I wasn't feeling too hot. Um, and I was five years old. So my mom was kind of like the one to be like, no, we're going to go to the hospital, uh, instead of the park. Um, so yeah, that's, that is kind of my diagnosis. And then I spent my whole childhood, um, you know, with my mom really taking care of me completely. I didn't really have much to do with my diabetes. My mom was amazing and chose to stay at home in order to really spend, like, a full-time job taking care of me. Yeah. Uh, and then I fully rebelled in high school and didn't take care of myself at all. Uh, and then in moving across the country, really started to kind of figure my life with diabetes out and start to accept who I was and what I was going through and join the diabetes community, which I had always really pushed away. And I'm, I'm definitely not perfect. I still have lots of really terrible times with diabetes and times where I cry and scream and have terrible blood sugar for weeks on end. But uh, I'm definitely a lot more accepting of who I am and my life with diabetes. Yeah. Man, I really have to say, um, all of my guests who have been diagnosed at such a young age, I, I like just all of the glory to you guys because, you know, I was diagnosed at 25. It'll be six years this upcoming November. And I cannot imagine. So I'm, I'm 31 now. And 
to think that at such a young age to have to navigate that through all of the different types of growing up and, and major shout out to your mom as well for um, really having diabetes with you. You know, I've heard that from a lot of different, you know, caretakers, especially of children of like, it's, it's the two of you together because you have to get them to a place where you can do it for yourself. Um, and even then you're still kind of worried <laughs> because you spend so much time, uh, you know, you know, doing it together, if you will. So, um, it, every time that I learn of someone who's had such an early diagnosis, like the amount of power that you guys have for being able to, um, live through that and still try to have a sense of normalcy is, it's just, it's, it's super empowering. So it makes me want to push because I'm like, I don't have that deep of a story. I was partying a lot in my mid twenties. So <laughs> I just needed to be an adult. That's really all I needed to do. Um, Wow. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. Um, that's that's really cool. And, and I, did you ever make it back to, to Disneyland to, to try to have a part two or, or <laughs> get I that back? I think I have been like 20 plus times now because I'm like constantly like, I am, re- I am redeeming this experience over and over again. And I'm a huge Disney fan. And now being in California can go a lot more often. Um, but yes, we actually went back a few after I was diagnosed because my poor mom was like I I can't let this child like have this feeling about Disney so we ended up going back um I also have a twin sister who does not have diabetes so she like you know was really experiencing a lot of new scary emotions um, around her twin sister being sick and you know throughout our our lives together has experienced that you know kind of type three like feeling of, you know, diabetes being a huge part of her life as well. Yeah. Um, and having parents who were always really focused on one child. Um, I think she's spoken about that and experienced that as well. So, you know, Disney World now is our place where we go and we feel good and we eat all the things and forget about diabetes. Yeah. Yeah, so I still have have yet to make it to Disney anything. It is, it is, I'm working on it. Um, A friend of mine, uh, we did spend her 30th birthday almost two years ago in LA. So I definitely need to get back to LA. I I had a great time and we went to Universal Studios and that was like, and it was, um, it was in November. So it was right around, like they were transitioning to holiday time. So, you know, I had to hit Harry Potter land and they did the whole you know, 15 minute presentation thing. They made it snow anyway. And I literally was like about to ball like a baby. Like my childhood is right in front of me. Like, Oh my God. Like I ignored all children in the park. I was like, this is not for you. This is, this is for me. <laughs> and I was like, yep. Mom's dad's no fits, but get your kids out of my way. This is for me, <laughs> you know? So, um, I can only imagine what Disney, um, is like. And so it is, it is hard pressed on my list to get there. Um, at some point now that things are, are trying to, to get to a, a place of normalcy, but I'm so glad that you got to kind of redeem that experience and it's become this kind of, it sounds like a tradition almost to, to relive and, uh, and have a good time with that. So that's awesome. So you came from Arkansas and you ended up in LA. How did you connect with Myabetic and become a, a big part of their team? Yeah, that's a great question. So I always, you know, carried this little black bag that I had that was tattered and gross, and I'm sure a hospital gave me at some point, or it came with my glucometer, and that was just 
normal. That was, you know, there was nothing else. I didn't know there was anything else. That was the way that I carried my glucometer. And I think around two weeks into dating my now fiance, he, we were on a walk with his dog and he was like, what do you think about like having a, a cool diabetes case? And I was like, no, I'm good with my blood stained one. Like, <laughs> I don't really think there's anything out there like that. I think I would have to like buy a purse and make it into that. Um, so he started researching and found Biobetic and bought me a case. And I was, I opened it on, I think it was Valentine's day. Um, and I was like, what, like, this is the most special thing anyone's ever gotten me. Like this makes the thing that I hate dealing with, that I deal with every single day that feels like really ugly and gross, so beautiful and special and new and, you know, I can take this out at the table and not have people stare at me in the same way. Or I can, you know, carry this around on my wrist and people think it's a cute wallet and ask me where it's from. Um, so that felt so special to me. And I immediately wanted to reach out to see like, you know, how I could be a part of something so cool. And found out that they were uh, located in Santa Monica here in LA and, um, ended up starting to do customer service for them while I was still in school and everything just clicked. And this week actually is going to be three years of being at my And I, it has truly changed my life because I, at that point when I started, I still was not accepting my diabetes. I was really going through a time where I just didn't want it to be a part of my life. I, I was Maggie and diabetes was something I didn't want to talk about. I didn't want to take care of. And through working at Myobetic and working within the diabetes community, I've made my, my best friends, like almost all of my best friends have diabetes. And I've really been able to kind of learn to love myself with diabetes as a part of who I am. And it's my job that I get to do every day. So I, I love it. That's amazing. And congratulations on three years with such an awesome company. And also shout out to your fiance for like, nah, girl, we gonna get you a new bag. Let's, let's, let's iron that out. <laughs> Cause I'm the same way. I will use something to the death of it. And then I'm like, oh, not that I don't like nice things or care about like fashionable statements, but I'm like, I guess I should probably trade up or, you know, get something nicer. And, um, there definitely are some extremely nice products that you guys carry. I'm trying to remember how, I stumbled on you guys. Was it the same thing that I was doing? Like I was looking, I think it was probably early on when I started um, the show and I'm like, what, what products are there for us? And my bed was like one of the only things that popped up. And I'm like, wait, we got like designer bags for us? Like what? Like, oh snap. Like, I can be cute and like, you know, care on my stuff. And it's funny because, you know, we went to New Orleans recently for a vacation and I have this cute, you know, little backpack because I knew we we're going to be walking everywhere. And I had made sure, because I love pockets in my bags anyways, um, but I've just naturally, you know, just made a point to, like, make sure there's a pocket just for all my, my diabetes stuff, my medication, you know, my glucometer, whatever. Um, and I thought about you guys because I was like, oh, 
this should have been the time where I bought the dang bag that I've been keeping in my car for like 20 weeks. I should have just bought it. But I ran to a store because it was literally the day before we had to leave, of course, because, you know, last minute packing is just what you have to do in life. And so um, it's funny now. That's how I judge my bags, like my clutches, whatever. Can I fit the things that I need in it? And then you guys show up and you're like, yes, you can. Here it is. And so um, that's really yes, cool. Yes, I think that will, is what was so special to me was like, wait, there are things, there are places for each of my little things, including like a little pouch to put my used needles and test strips in that, so they're not floating about, which is, you know, what they do. So like that felt so cool to me and girl, take that out of your cart. We will, we'll send you one. <laughs> you will, you will have all your pockets ready to go. It's such a great feeling when you, when you know that the pocket that you're reaching into is got the exact thing versus like, oh, snap, it fell out because it tossed around in the car or something like that. And you're just like, um, okay, I have my strips and I got my read. Now where the hell did my Lancet go? Like, got me. <laughs> you know, you're just like, where? That darn Lancet <sighs> always disappears. Mm-hmm. Even though you don't change anything. I got 50 needles for days because why? <laughs> we had this conversation in the office yesterday because one of my coworkers said he changes his pen needles and his lancet every time. And I was like, what? Why? Oh, like, that's so I cute. I change it when it won't go through my skin anymore. Right. Like, when it hurts. I'm like, oh, I should change it. You just, you just get a little, little alcohol, cotton ball, right? And you just stick it in there for two seconds and then you can use it again i don't understand like what's if it didn't break it's not drawing any blood you know i could understand if it was like a syringe you know but it's not it's it's literally to poke me so you know yep it's cool i mean that's why cgms right like you're not changing that every five seconds which god bless you that is so true So I, although I was last night i got in bed and then realized i needed to change my dexcom and i Again, the fiance was wonderful and went and got it for me. But I was like laying down, like putting it on my arm. I was like, "Good night, <laughs> going to bed." Basically, basically, it's so crazy how how easy you learn how to switch things. Like I, so I've only been using a CGM for what almost six months now, um, and I use the freestyle and. You know, before it was just like, okay, this complicated application thing, or you think it is, but you know, then once you do it, you're like, oh, okay. And so my partner will watch me change, you know, my, my sensor site sometimes, and he'll hear the pop from like the spring of, of the sensor, you know, activator or whatever. And he'll look at me like, I'm like, I feel nothing. Like, it's good. Like, I got like 15 tattoos, dude. Like, if I can't take this, like, I don't, what am I doing? Right. <laughs> so, and I've worn them everywhere now. I'm like, I think the only place, where I felt like a, a little sting, but it makes sense, like, the inside of my arm, because that, that skin is a little bit thinner. So I was like, that makes sense. For but sure. I also have tattoos there. So I, was like, <laughs> like, well, I do, and it's still, it's still bad. It's the inside of your arm, man. It's I a weird spot. It. It's a it's a It's a weird spot. Um, I, <laughs> I think I've just learned to just tolerate it, um, and I don't think I'll be doing anything major. I was actually um, trying to figure out what my next piece is going to be, because I've, I've got a plan. <laughs> and um, I was like, yeah, I think we'll leave the uh, the inside of the arms and uh, the rib cage. We're going to leave that for like last, last, if I even go there. Because I only have one on my rib cage. And yeah, that's a fun spot. That's a real fun spot. I have one all the way across my rib cage as well. And it is, it was, it was, yeah. An experience. I, I think I was sweating so much as I've been like holding my abs tight that like, 
I got really low blood sugar while they were doing it because it took a long time too. And so I was like eating pop tarts while they were doing it, like from the gas station down the street. Don't mind me. I just need just need a few snacks. It's, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, it is a diabetes tattoo. It's the molecular makeup of insulin, and uh, the tattoo artist posted it on his Instagram after that it was the molecular makeup or whatever of coffee. And I was like, oh no, my gosh, no, sir. That is not what I got on my body, sir. No, okay. it's my life-saving insulin. Yeah. But yeah. Like a, a hormone all humans typically are meant to have. And some of us don't sometimes, you know? So yeah, nope. let's, we're, this is just a different way of adding it in, you know? Man, that's yeah, exactly, that's, but not, not coffee. coffee don't worry. It was not a tattoo about coffee. <laughs> Cause I'm like, I just can't, I'm just trying to imagine how you would confuse insulin with coffee. I could see penicillin or something, like something that sounds mm-hmm. similar, something that's more scientific, but coffee. That's got to be a diehard fan right there. Like, like you genuinely cannot survive without the smell, taste. <laughs> coffee, wow. Wow, shout out to that. Not me. I, I prefer insulin. Yeah. Coffee, I, think, I think I'd want you to have that too. Wow, that's crazy. That's so crazy. So I want to talk about kind of the product creation and and the growth that the company has seen because, you know, I'm still fairly new to you guys. Um, So I'm curious, like, you guys have been putting out a lot of great stuff. By the way, I think the bra, the sports bra, when I scrolled, I think I almost screamed because now (laughs) using a CGM, I, I get having to hold the reader, you know, well, now it'd be a little bit different because Freestyle finally, um, the FDA finally approved the second version of the app. Yes. So I'm like waiting for them to upload on the store. <laughs> um, but yes, you know, man, because it's it would be just my phone is always with me, but my reader is always screaming at me from the other side of the room, saying like, "Hey, sensor signal loss," because I leave it on the other side of the room. Um, but even still, especially if like if you use a pump or something like that, like to be able to have a spot and a spot that I I never even thought was. Like, it's genius. Like, it's literally right in the middle of your spine. You're not doing a whole lot, even if you're doing a lot of upper body stuff, unless you're laying down, which I don't do a lot of laying down exercises. I like to get done, get out, right? Um, It's the perfect place. And so that was one of, like, my, like, oh, my God, I didn't even think about that. Like, so I would just love to know any insight on, like, how do you guys come up with the ideas for these products? Now, the bags, you know, kind of make sense, especially for women, hand in hand. We love like we want pockets on everything um but where do these crazy innovative ideas of like hey a sports bra to hold this or the the garter pieces like i never what i'm like you know that's where i keep my weapon if i gotta you know protect myself but yeah maybe put your pump there too or your your reader there too like how do you guys come up with these amazing innovative ideas for new products absolutely so as far as the bags go and you know really all of our products go we mostly are just, you know, listening to the diabetes community and we get a lot of, you know, people saying like, what about this? Like this would solve a problem for me mm-hmm. or um, I really love this pattern. What do you think about finding this pattern to put on your bags? And, um, you know, we are definitely always hearing things from our customers in the diabetes community that are are causing us to rethink something or think like, whoa, that would be a great, a great idea. But we're also, you know, looking at those 
problems ourselves and thinking of innovative new ways to solve those problems because there aren't, like you said earlier, a lot of companies or products out there that are solving those problems specifically for people living with diabetes, but then also making them beautiful and, you know, having a, a sports bra that looks like, a you know, crazy expensive, nice branded sports bra or a lace beautiful garter or a purse that is, you know, gorgeous and people come up to you without knowing it's a diabetes bag um, to ask where you got it. Like those are the combos we're always trying to make. How does it help someone? But then also how is it beautiful and special um, for people who are living with a often ugly disease every day? So um, we really kind of take all of that into account and um, things like the sports bra and the garter, those are actually collaborations with other brands who create those products. Um, like the sports bra, uh, I don't believe that the company that sells the sports bra is a diabetes company. Mm -hmm. um, they, you know, created that pocket for a phone, but we, you know, take a look at something like that and see a, a diabetes problem that could be solved. Yeah. And when I tested out the product, I put my tubed uh, tandem insulin pump in the pocket and it was perfect and I could reach it easily and I could pull it back out easily. And I can jog with it and, you know, it's safely back there and it's little space, like you said, that even laying down was more comfortable than I thought it would be. Wow. Um, and I think, yeah, that's, that's something we really try to, to look for is something we can create if it's not created or something that can be turned from a regular, just sports bra with a pocket into something that specifically helps people living with diabetes. Wow. That's really cool. And you know, now you have to be thinking about like, what are things, everyday items that I use or wear <laughs> yeah. that does that? And I, it, made, it made me think of one, it's one of my favorite denim jackets. Um, and it has inside pockets as well as the outside pockets. And I always put my phone in there. And when I wear it now with my CDM, I always put my reader in there because it's close. And sometimes I might even, if I don't put anything on the outside pocket, or if I'm wearing it on my arm, I could just like slide it across still in the pocket. Um, so that's really cool how you, you know, not only take feedback from your users, but you think about how would I use it in, in day to day as well. And I think that's something that is amazing when you hear companies that use what they're creating and, you know, um, so I'm a gamer and I've definitely watched, um, you know, town halls and stuff like that where they're just not listening at all. And you can tell that their developers have barely touched the game. I'm like, can you can you actually play the level that you just created to ensure that it works OK? Because it, it matters um, to know that the people who are creating things for you are using it and can also spot uh, potential blind spots in how it doesn't work or see how well it does work. So. That's really awesome that you guys think practically as well as involve um, your consumers along with that. Um, so I'm curious of, you know, kind of the growth that you guys have had. Like, what have been the changes that you've seen in the last few years um, since you've worked there? I mean, yeah, we're hitting three years uh, this time, so I'm sure you've seen a lot of, of different changes. I'd love to hear about that. Yes, I think when I started, we were really focused on products, first of all, um, which you know, it's always going to be the base of who Myabetic is and what we're trying to do is, you know, be that, that actual physical thing in a person's life that can, you know, functionally change the way they live with diabetes, but also make it 
um, you know, a lot more beautiful. But uh, we also were focused on events for a long time. And, you know, we had things like the Myabetic Diabetes Awards um, here in LA, but we also were attending events all over the country, um, JDRF events and otherwise, um, showing products and speaking on panels and things like that. But we noticed that, um, you know, that really wasn't reaching a huge amount of the diabetes community because not everybody wants to go to a diabetes event. I was never a person who wanted to go and be in a room full of people with diabetes, like, and hear like, here's a panel on relationships with diabetes and here's a panel on like, that was, I would have been like, hell no, <laughs> I will sit on my couch. No, thank you. Um, and, and that's okay. Like, we don't all have to be social diabetes butterflies and have a million best friends with diabetes. Like, your, everyone's experience is so different. And even working in the Myabetic office, you know, we're all people who have access to a lot of medical devices and supplies and community, but we all still take care of ourselves completely differently. And, um, you know, we've learned from the community that every single person has a very different journey with diabetes. And that's why we expanded into creating Myabetic Diabetes TV um, last year because we wanted to be able to have a community for those people who might want to be on their couch or might want to, um, you know, not go to that event or just who doesn't feel like they have access to the diabetes community other than maybe on social media, um, where people can see and hear so many different types of um, advice or just, you know, listen to someone's experience or like something funny. You know, there's, there's a lot that we try to incorporate there and it's, you know, to bring the diabetes community into people's homes. And that's, uh, that was a big, focus of last year and is something we're continuing to to grow currently alongside our products. Hey y'all, so really quick, I just had to pause to talk to you about a service that I've actually been using for a couple of months now. And that service is 9am Health. And 9am Health is a virtual diabetes clinic that has pretty much everything that you need, which makes it so easy to manage without having to leave my house. I'm talking A1C labs done from home. I'm talking medication shipped directly to your house. I'm talking having your own diabetes care specialist who's educated in nutrition and diabetes care who helps you with all of the little things that go in between management, things like helping with food or lifestyle changes or changing certain habits. They will support you in all of that. Or if you just need somebody to talk to you because it's one of those burnout weeks, right? So 9am Health has been super great and it's made my life a lot easier especially because it's so cheap. I don't even have to use insurance. It is so much cheaper than what I was paying with insurance. So I'm really grateful for 9am Health and everything that they're providing in order to make someone like myself have an easier time with diabetes care management because we all know it can be really challenging, but to know that I can text, call, or send them a message on the online app in order to get support, whether that's, hey, I don't know how my medication is going or, hey, I really need to talk to somebody because it's just 
I just don't want a diabetes today or being able to work with my diabetes care specialist on some of the mental blocks that I might have. It makes such a different experience because I'm being met where I'm at. And I don't know about you, but trying to take off time from work to go to the doctor, having to sit in the waiting room for 30 minutes only to meet with your doctor for five, it's just such an archaic experience. And I really feel that 9am Health changes all of that. So would love for you to try it out. Visit 9am.health to learn more or click the link in the show notes and tell them I sent you. Yeah, and speaking of uh, Myabetic TV, that was something that was huge um, to me whenever I saw it. I was like, wait, they're launching an app? And I'm thinking like, you know, it's like a shopping app. You know, it's, it's where you can go, okay, you know, if I don't want to use the mobile site, the app is a lot more fluid. Um, you know, I can purchase things like you get it. Um, but when I saw, I was like, no, this is like like TV stuff, right? Um, and with a lot of people moving kind of away from the, the standard cable or, or satellite type television, like I haven't had cable in God knows how long, like four or five years now. So streaming apps are, are usually where you find me. Um, and to see something that is solely surrounding, you know, diabetic lifestyles and journeys was like, was huge for me. I was like, what? And I'm I was so geeked to dive in and to see all the different types of content that was available and to see familiar faces um, that I've seen, you know, on the online space and the social media, you know, space, if you will, and to get to see them be in their elements and to see, you know, different uh, talk shows and cooking shows and fitness things. And um, the crafting one is probably my favorite because um, I'm, I'm a nerd. I don't know if you saw in past videos, but like I got a whole... Aaron Condren style wall in my house because I love oh paper gosh. and pens and planners and notebooks and all the things. I was an art major in school. So I'm the kid that likes to go to Michael's and just be in there for I'm hours with for no you. reason. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That craft I, show was I think best. I bought like so many limited edition Aaron Condren things and people are like, why? But why? And I'm like, because it's beautiful and it's rainbow and I need it. <laughs> There's a store 10 minutes from my house. And um, it is so hard. Sometimes I have to cross the street to be on the opposite side so I'm not tempted. Because the outside of the store is gorgeous, too. Like, a lot of people yes. go there to take their Instagram photos and stuff out there. And uh, one time my sister came to vi visit from uh, from Dallas. And she's like, <gasps> as we're walking by, I was like, come on, let's just go across the street. I know. Wait, I know. are you in I, Austin? I am in Austin, Texas, yeah. Oh, I just went to that Erin Condren not long ago. Yeah, I'm, I'm like 10 minutes from that one because um, that's just, I don't know. I, I planned it that way. It was actually to be uh, closer to my old job. And then it was like, ooh, the domain's right here. Great. And then I'm like, oh, they put an Erin Condren store in here. Oh, this is bad. This is bad. Yep, I was at a bachelorette party in Austin, and we went to the domain and took pictures on that yep, wall. Yep, that so big old pink wall. Gorgeous wall. Yeah, I think I have a couple old profile pictures that I did in front of that yep. wall. It's perfect. They, 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 they're smart. They know what they and do. And they have rainbow stairs. It's amazing. Rainbow stairs. It's, it's ridiculous. And you go in there, and you're like, I know I'm going to spend too much money. I know I am. So I have to, yeah. to allow myself moments. Um, sometimes uh, they have a couple of things on their site that allows you to like pick up in store. And I'm like, that's probably the best way. Because if I go in there without a plan and I get to, yep, just, just, they're almost worse than Whole Foods. You get the whole check. Like, yep, bye. Uh, exactly. <laughs> you also mentioned that you're a gamer. I don't know if you're an Animal Crossing person, but we are big Animal Crossing fans what? in this house. 
And my island is a Rambo. Like, looks like a Rambo threw up. But I always say, like, if I lived alone and not with my, you know, 31-year-old fiancé, who still, we have Lego things. We have a lot of Lego things. But, like, if I lived alone, I would, it would be a rainbow in here. So, my Animal Crossing Island is my safe space. I also carry a little backpack on there that's, like, my Myabetic backpack. Oh, that's adorable. (laughs) Yeah, I I dream all the time of just having a room that's just solely, like, my gaming, like, 90s cartoon nostalgia anime room. Like, if you look at my Pinterest, it's nothing but gamer girl rooms and all of, like, the accessories and things. That I'm trying to incorporate in my studio now, but, like, to still fit the scheme of things, because yes. I still have to be an adult, but at the same time, like, so I was like, when we start buying property, like, one room needs to be all of the nerdy, geeky things, and nobody can say anything about it. <laughs> because no, it's, it's your I want Sailor Moon everywhere, I'm gonna have it, you know? So, like, I, I dream of having those rooms, and so I'm, I'm 100% with you, um, you will always find nerdy stuff somewhere in my house because um, it is, it is, I'm just a really, really big kid and I'm not ashamed of that at all. Nope. I, you know, I always say that and I'm, you know, I, I mentioned my fiance is 31, but I say that he's 15 and at heart at least. Um, and, and he's, he's very mature and wonderful, but he also, we are big nerds too. And I, I love getting to act like a kid with him. It's, it's the best part of life. It's truly the best. Um, it's <laughs> truly the best. Like, uh, me and my partner game all the time, and it's funny because we will, you know, some of our messages, like, coded through whatever games that we're playing or running together, um, and then it's like, are you awake? Are you awake? Can we run this mission really quick, though? Like, can you can you get up? Can we? No? Okay. Would you be mad if I ran this with that? <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's instead of like watching through a season of a show, like you're like, can I game without you? Yeah, yeah. Can I get like three chapters in and like I need to run through my inventory real quick? It got a little messy. I need to break down some things. I need to craft some things. I need to, you know, yeah, we're, we're those people very much. Yes, <laughs> awesome. I love it. So speaking of, you know, creating the streaming app and, and these amazing shows, um, you know, what type of shows... Why did you guys select the type of shows that you have so far? And how did you find the right people to, to fill those spaces? Because, you know, I don't know much about television, anything. And so I can imagine that it's a, it's a huge and long process, um, especially when you're trying to launch something so new, especially if you're trying to dedicate it to a specific community of people. So I would love to hear how that process went. Definitely. So we have a pretty wide variety of shows and that's, always growing um right now you know just to name a few we have workout shows cooking shows how to with diabetes comedies um you can still watch past events like the diabetes art show the diabetes awards from years past um my personal favorite at least currently are table talks where people with diabetes are just sitting kind of in a little circle a little huddle chatting about their own personal experiences um, with dating with diabetes, pregnancy with diabetes, um, men with diabetes, women with diabetes, parents. Um, there are, you know, so many of these different people from different walks of life are sitting together, sharing their stories and learning from each other. And, uh, I think the really special thing to be able to watch from your own house, because, you know, I've, I've never 
definitely never been able to sit on my couch and hear about what pregnancy with diabetes might look like for me. Um, and hearing, you know, someone like Michelle Hale share like, yeah, I ate a pint of ice cream and pasta all the time. Like you don't have to be perfect to be pregnant with diabetes. Like that was so eye opening, um, for me because that's always been a fear of mine or hearing, um, you know, Jiggy Yoon share about her dating experience and how, you know, she was always like, Hey, Jiggy, I have diabetes. Like I'm, I don't really like describe myself that way, but I just, it's part of our relationship immediately. Um, you know, that, that was really cool for me to hear. And I think that different parts of each episode mean a lot to different people. And sometimes you see yourself in what someone's saying. And sometimes you see something that you're like, Whoa, that's a cool perspective that I've never thought of. Um, and as far as like, you know, the cooking shows, I, you know, Tiara's show, was so much fun to make but she also I love the food and like it's delicious and I've loved all the food that everyone has created and shared and um you know workout tips and um how to with diabetes like flying with diabetes was something that was always scary to me and being able to watch through those tips of like oh I can pre-board if I need to mm-hmm. oh I can you know put this in this bag and put a medical sticker on it. And that would help TSA. Like there's just so many little things that you learn through, um, watching others. And I think it's really cool that it's all condensed into one place, but, uh, the comedies are also fantastic. And, uh, just, you know, the bachelor with diabetes, like so funny. I'm a huge bachelor fan. I will admit it. Um, so it's, it's really fun to see things like that or a Western that's about like, you know, the bad guy is high and low blood sugar. And these are just, you know, kind of in the same way as our diabetes bags. They're very curated towards people who live with diabetes. And I don't think we get that in life a lot. There's a lot, you know, any person who lives with a disability has a lot of added challenges. It's not always easy. It's not always something that other people are considering when they, you know, plan life with you or for you, or, you know, you walk into a place that's not always what someone's thinking about. So I think that has been really important for us is making, um, making it something that people are excited to see, but also people really see themselves in. And that's a big part of why we, you know, chose who we've chosen so far. And we have more shows coming very soon. Um, but that's a big part of that is that we want everyone to be able to see themselves in something. Um, we want them to be able to see someone that looks like them, that has a diabetes type that they have, that, um, is going through an experience that they are, but that that same person is also learning from someone who isn't like them and getting an experience, um, without having to leave their house. That's awesome. I'm just going to put my bid. If y'all need like an Issa Rae type, that yo. <laughs> I love like sketch comedy and stuff like that. And, and my partner will tell you like, if I'm not watching anime or some type of, I love fantasy shows, um, like period pieces. I, I love stuff like that. Um, but I will sit there and just binge uh, stand up comedy of all forms. And um, I, there's such an art um, to being able to tell jokes 
and you know be able to make people laugh and smile and that's usually me um i am the person where i used to tell people when they would ask like what are your your secrets for interviewing back in my you know my corporate life and i'm like if i can make you laugh once i'm, I'm good even if i don't get it like my goal is to relax you more than to relax myself because if i can make you laugh then cool we can we can vibe um and so it's always cool to to be able to know that i can turn on my tv and go to a special place and it's pretty much netflix but knowing that people are going to have the same kind of problems as me or go through the same type of experiences or um, cook the same type of foods. Like when uh, Tierra did the, the shrimp and grits, I was like, I have never even considered using cauliflower for grits. And, you know, my dad's from Louisiana. So grits is like, it's, it's huge. That's a big part. Staple. Like staple. And I don't do sugar in my grits, just for the record. <laughs> I'm on that side of the fence. Save regrets all day. Uh, but, you know, like to, to feel like now I've still eaten it. And, and like you said, because everybody's unique and you should be able to allow yourself to indulge a little bit. Like it, you got one life to live and you shouldn't have to live it in fear of the food that you enjoy. Right. But to know that there's an alternative if, you know, I sometimes I just have a week where like all week, that's all I want for breakfast. Right. So it's like, OK. Maybe I dial it back by giving it to myself once, and then the rest of the time I do the cauliflower version. You know, I, I hadn't even thought about it. I remember messaging her like, dude, this is a thing? I didn't even think about it, <laughs> you know? And so um, it's so great to just, like you said, see that inclusivity and to see the representation of people of all different ages and spaces to know that you're not alone, because it's, it's easy to forget sometimes, especially when everything is online. And you're like, well, I'm not, I'm not touching and, and connecting with these people all the time. I'm by myself at my house or with, you know, my people. And um, no one in my immediate circle outside of my parents um, are diabetics. So it's like, all right, well, they're older than me. They got kids and they haven't lived the same experiences that I did when I was diagnosed. Right. So it's really cool to um, know that there's a space for that. And I'm so excited to see uh, what more is coming with it because, um, Sometimes when I just need to like, especially on bad days, I highly suggest if you're having a, a bad diabetes day, head over to Myabetic and watch the comedies because it definitely makes me feel better because I'm just like, you know, it could be worse. I'm, I'm okay. You know, so it it's... It could be worse and I can at least laugh about it now. Yeah. These people, these people get it. <laughs> they get it. And it, it's one thing to hear, you know, you hear diabetes jokes from people who aren't diabetic and it's like, ah, it stinks a bit because you don't fully understand what you're saying right but when it's from yeah. your own people and it's just like no you deeply get it it makes it that much funnier and so um I'm, I'm grateful that you guys ventured out into that and and thought about products and services in a different way besides just physical you know because like you said with everybody being at home there has to be a way to connect so um i think that's awesome so what about the future of of myabetic like are there new products coming out are there any new shows coming like what can we expect um, from you guys, because you guys are constantly putting out new stuff, so I feel like there's always something around the corner with y'all. <laughs> yes, there really is. I will say we have a the biggest restock we've ever had coming to our website very soon, which is so exciting. We're going to have so many beautiful colors that are bestsellers back on the website, which we cannot wait for. Um, we're launching a lot of new products soon. Um, nothing that I can share quite yet, but, um, tons of new products in the works, which is super exciting. We have some new, uh, bag fabrications coming. So some new patterns coming to bags, which uh, is always super fun. 
and they are all limited edition, which is always exciting because you want to grab them before they're gone. But um, as far as shows, we have a couple of those in the works as well. The Myabetic Diabetes Awards will be later this year. So we, we have a lot happening and we're, we're really excited to continue sharing those with everyone. Um, we always launch all of our new products and shows um, through our emails. So you can sign up for those on our website, but we also are always sharing launches on social media on the same day that it launches as well. So be on the lookout, things are coming. Yeah, so much good stuff. And, you know, I can fully attest to keeping up with you guys on Instagram. You are always updating something and you have some of the funniest TikToks, I got to say. So I, I'm so glad to see you on those. I'm still trying to to figure out the, the talk tick. I'm, I'm trying to work it out. I don't know if it's just my millennial brain. I don't know. You would think going through the Vine area, I would get it. But I, it's just, it's a lot of work. So. No, it, I, I'm 24 and I still feel like I I'm like, I am too old for this. I am I am I missing something in my brain because this doesn't click. It doesn't make sense. So, yeah. you know, we're we're all figuring It's great. I mean, some people are so creative with it. I'm like, how do you to compact it down? Uh mm, okay. Well, I think I'm gonna just stick I'm to I'm working to right now <laughs> on the like outfit changes. Like, oh, new bag, like, you know, and it looks like they just change yeah. right there. Like The shoe kick every time when they just toss you in there, kick it. Like, I'm like, how many times did you, I'd give up after three. I'd be like, you know what? You just gonna watch me put on the shoe. That's what you're about to do. Yep. I can't. That is. Maybe that should be your, your TikTok channel. You just like actually doing the thing that they think you're going to change, but you're not, you're just putting the shoe on. I've had a couple of ideas because I have one separate for my personal Instagram, like connection stuff. Um, and then I've been thinking about creating one for healing in hindsight because, you know, I don't get to express my comedy side a lot. And so that's where I was like, okay, TikTok could be the, the place for that. And, um, I don't know. I had this idea called hood diabetes that popped up in my head and I'm like, I need to do something with that. And I, I just feel like it would be hilarious. And so I've been, uh, uh, thinking about how to figure that out. And I was, I was like, maybe I'll test it on real fresh. I'm like, ah, nah, just, just do the dang TikTok thing. You'll figure Go it out. Go for it, girl. It'll be fun. Um, so, you know, I want to close things out with, I love always asking my guests for pieces of advice, um, in different variations because, um, you know, we're all learning differently and we all have different perspectives on things. And I think that that's really important to hear those perspectives. Um, but considering that this season is about, you know, products, services, and nonprofits, I would love, you know, your piece of advice to help others when they're trying to find diabetes products for themselves. Um, what would be you know, strategy or something that you would advise for especially fashionable options because you now obviously buy y'all stuff. That's that's probably no brainer. Um but <laughs> even still if you're you're working on a budget or you're trying to figure out how to get things to work for you, it can be a challenge because if you don't know what's out there, you know, you don't know where to look. So I would love to kind of uh, get your insight on how, how you can help people figure out how to find things for us. Definitely. I Personally, my number one thing is just go for things that make you feel like you and feel special. And, you know, even if that's something that you feel like you treat yourself with, um, you know, sometimes I'm like, you know what, I'm going to treat myself with this little diabetes item that helps me instead of buying two coffees this week. You know, like I, I sometimes 
just that as like, I'm going to express myself with diabetes in this new and beautiful way. And this is the tool that I'm going to use to do it. And honestly, just like, you know, I think being yourself with it is the best advice I could give because sometimes when I'm looking for a new purse or a new, you know, sports bra or something like that, I'm I'm like, what would people see and think looks normal and what looks good? And like, no, at the end of the day, if I want the unicorn bag that we make technically for children, like I love that. I love unicorns or I love the monkey case. Like, and that makes me feel good. So I'm going to carry that. And that's going to make a difference in my day with diabetes. And diabetes is hard. It, I feel like I'm on a roller coaster constantly. And if I can get off that roller coaster and put on a cute unicorn bag that was technically made for a child, I don't care. It makes me feel good. And I think just choosing things that work for you but also make you feel good is a great way to look at it. Um, but as far as like choosing a bag that works for you, um, I do really love that on our website, we have a product finder quiz. So you can take a quiz that kind of helps you select something that works for the items that you carry. And it, you know, not only gives you like, Oh, well, here's a choice. Like it gives you anything that that those items would fit in. So you can really look through and think like, I don't like that. I love that. Like, here are my options that could work for me. And then I get to choose a fun color. So I think that um, both of those things would be my best advice for picking something out. That's awesome. That's so awesome. Yeah, I think it's really important to, um, I love what you said about like, what makes you feel good? Because, you know, as much as we can connect with other people with diabetes and, and share and be empathetic in those experiences, it's still unique to the individual. And so, like you said, if that unicorn bag makes you feel good, I look at kids' stuff all the time. Like, so mm-hmm. I guess I'm buying up kids' products, whatever. <laughs> you know, um, that, that's okay. You know, you have to really stand out and be yourself um, because it's hard when you have this condition and you want to feel normal and you want to still be who you are but you kind of got this thing attached to you that you have to um, work with in order to literally live. So um, I couldn't have said it better myself. Thank you so much for that piece of advice. So where can people connect with Myabetic and continue to see all the amazing things that you guys are doing and get updates? Uh, I want to make sure everybody knows exactly how they can see all these awesome things that you guys are up to. Yeah, so you can always find us uh, at Myabetic, M-Y-A-B-E-T-I-C, is uh, on all social media platforms. We're on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all the places. Um, our website is Um We are always there. We have so many wonderful, beautiful things there to purchase, but we also have amazing stories of people living with diabetes and a blog, and um, we have a mental health page where people can go and get resources for mental health Uh, things there but also their coloring sheets and um, you know little mental health journal pages things like that Um, there's so many different resources um, as well as fun you know little self-care activities and things on our website Um, and then downloading myabetic diabetes tv you can search myabetic diabetes tv on your app store it is available on all app stores on Roku, Google Play, Amazon Fire, Android, iOS, 
Um, it is on all of the app stores and there are so many great shows as well as upcoming uh, live events that will be happening soon. I can't wait. It's my heart is full now. <laughs> it's, just, it's just great to, to know that you guys have all of these small things. I love the self-care resources because you know anybody who listens to the show knows I'm huge on mental health and spiritual health as well um and I think that those are all very interconnected with how you have your physical health you know especially in terms of, of diabetes so Maggie thank you so so much this has been an enjoyable experience I cannot wait to see what else you guys are doing and what you're up to and these new and exciting products coming out I'm gonna keep my eyes on the limited edition stuff um but you guys already know where to find us every Tuesday and Thursday. You can find myself or me and a friend. We'll catch you guys next time. Yo, I am, I just, y'all, I just feel so, so blessed to be able to have conversations with some really cool people. Um, it is really awesome just to know that there are amazing brands out there that are doing things that could just that are changing the world, not could, that are changing the world. And Myabetic is one of those companies that I was so happy to get to partner with and discuss what makes them so great and to know and hopefully make you aware that there are products and TV services just for us. Um, definitely going to have to go pull that back out of my cart and purchase it because they just have so many amazing things and it's such a relief to A, know. When I reach into my bag, I know I'm going to the right section. Don't know about you guys, but I have the tendency to forget where, which pocket I put things in because I purposely buy bags with multiple pockets to hold all my stuff. And so it's really nice to know that they've, they've done that. They took all the guesswork out of it for me. And to expand into, you know, collaborating with other brands like the sports bra and the garter, things like that. Um, they even have jewelry. Anybody terrible about wearing their medical bracelet? I am so bad. So, you know, it's really cool to just know that there's a company out there that is truly trying to make things um, by us for us, you know? So thank you again, Maggie, so much for your time, your energy, and your wisdom. I totally had a great time chatting with you, and I hope you guys enjoyed the conversation that we had. Make sure that you go follow Myabetic at Myabetic literally everywhere and check out the Myabetic Diabetes TV app promise you, you won't be disappointed. And of course, they've got more coming. So head over to myabetic.com and sign up for their email list. So that way you can be the first to know when they've launched everything because I, I'm telling you, like, this is huge. And I, I see nothing but greatness to come from this company and the things that they're doing to make us feel inclusive, not only in the entertainment space, but in the product space as well. Of course, you know, follow the show listen on all of your favorite platforms. If you are enjoying the content, the guests, and everything that's being brought, do me a huge favor. If you don't mind, if you could please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts or at podchaser.com. That's right. If you do not have anything related to Apple, no shade. I don't, I don't care, right? <laughs> but Apple Podcasts or on Podchaser. Podchaser is more of a universally friendly reviewing app for all types of podcasts. I would love if you could let me know and give me some feedback on what you like, what you don't like, or if you just want to leave me a note. Um, make sure you check a star rating and leave your Instagram handle so that way I can shout you out um, and show you some love and appreciation for your review. Um, if you want to keep up with the show, 
I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, so you can watch this video if you're listening on YouTube, but I'm always available on Instagram at Healing in Hindsight and on Facebook um, if, you know, you don't really care for Instagram, <laughs> even though they're owned by the same um, Yeah, guys, I am really, really, really thankful for all of you who have shared, listened, liked, commented on anything and everything in relation to the show. It really means a lot to me to know that you guys are listening and that you guys are interested in continuing this journey with me, um, not only for my personal stuff, but as well as to learn about all of the great people in the diabetic community that is creating so much for us and sharing so many great stories. So as always, thank you so much for everything that you guys do. And hey, don't forget, even if it's a bad day, you're still here. Okay? You're still here, so don't give up. Don't beat yourself up. Keep going. And if you ever need somebody to talk to, got your back. Till next time. Until next time. You know when you try to leave on a cool note? <sighs> it's okay. I like being a good phone. But till next time, guys. Bye.